Welcome to Zeocast, six questions for industry leaders in unmanned aerial systems, geospatial, and the industries that surround them. Brought to you by Zeo Air. Sit back and enjoy this week's guest. Zeocast, we're joined by DeAndre McKinnon and Drew Andrews, both founders of the Redtail Aerial Network or RTAN. DeAndre has been flying drones since 2018. He decided to join other like-minded pilots when they created RTAN, and they come together to share knowledge and experience. They have experience as a team in insurance, security, construction, real estate, entertainment, infrastructure, and education. They also help others pass the Part 107 exam and share in big projects together. Drew is also a Part 107 pilot, photographer, videographer, and the founder also of Aerionomics. Join me in welcoming DeAndre and Drew. Well, welcome to Zeocast. I'm so excited to have you both today, uh, DeAndre McKinnon and Drew Andrews. I've known you for a while. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Hello, for- how are you? Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Uh, well, you know what? I want to take a turn here because it's always interesting to tell the backstory. Um, so I want to know how you both became interested in becoming drone pilots. I know we all share that together. Uh-huh. Um, DeAndre, go first. How did you become interested? And then, Drew, let's hear what, what, your, what your background is. Okay. So um, my background is in finance and accounting. And um, one day I decided to just buy a drone just to get you know through some of the monotony of the day mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. bought a drone loved it it was the paired ar 20 okay. oh ar drone 2.0 i don't even okay. think they make that anymore but it controlled <laughs> with a tablet and i found it so hard to uh to use but then i went and got a i believe it's a skyhawk from toys r us back in the day and um i tried it and this one actually had a controller and I actually loved flying and I did something definitely shouldn't do. I took it right above the clouds first day. Oh boy. <laughs> Didn't know anything. I right. The clouds. So um, after getting used to that drone, I eventually uh, bought a uh, DJI Mavic Air mm. and I love that. And because it's so much easier to fly than just the regular toy drone. And then I found out that you can actually get paid to do so. And that mm-hmm. pretty much started my journey there. Um, I uh, met Drew and the rest of the group and the rest is history. Wow. Wow. Drew, how did you become interested in becoming a drone pilot? So uh, because of my... Um, being here in Atlanta and my relationship with the entertainment industry, I bought drones to eventually rent them out. That's why I I bought the drones. Mm -hmm. And the more I thought about it, the more I realized I can make a lot more if I'm flying the drones versus just renting them. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, one day I just decided to start studying to capitalize on having these drones. And, I took the test actually on my birthday. <laughs> ah. 
And it was a it was a requirement for me personally to pass. That's why I did it on my birthday. And right. the rest is history. I've um been fortunate enough to have made my money back and some since making the jump into the industry. So I have to say it's a good one. That is fantastic. That's always a great story to get the return on investment. Yes, um, well, you know, Drew, uh, staying in that lane, you know, what is your weekly schedule like as an independent pilot? Um, it varies. So mm-hmm. um, mine is kind of like project driven. And mm-hmm. whenever I receive a call, uh, the project can go for a few hours to maybe a couple of months. And um, I just like having the freedom of being able to fly when I want based on the project itself. Uh, I work with a family that they do a lot of photography and videography work. And whenever they need a drone pilot, I'm the one they call. So it's allowed me to do a lot of projects within the city of Atlanta, anywhere from flying inside City Hall, around... Marikisha Bottoms to flying inside and outside of the Civil Rights Museum, which that project was just released a few weeks ago uh, to give people the virtual feel of going to the Civil Rights Museum, you know, during COVID. So uh, it's experience uh, from concerts to whatever. Uh, I've had an opportunity to try a little bit of everything within that industry, so... That's nice. It keeps in line with your background. Um, Absolutely. So that just adds so much more texture to it. Well, you know, the big news here outside of that is that you're both esteemed members and founders of RTAN. And um, so much respect for what you're doing in, in this space. Uh, DeAndre, if you'd start, tell us a little bit more about the organization and its mission. And then, Drew, feel free to jump in on that. Sure, okay. So, um Red Tails um, gets his name from the historical uh, black pilots back in the day. Uh, those heroes inspired us so much that we wanted to take that inspiration and put it out there for uh, other people and the youth. And um, mm-hmm. when it came about, I came in as the fourth member. Um, so there was three original members, including, I think, you know, Tomiko and, um, uh, Mm-hmm. Tamiko was telling me about the fact that she knows that I love to fly drones. Why don't you join this group and uh, get paid for it? And so mm-hmm. that's how I got in. Um, but the organization itself, we dabble in just about everything. So um, mm-hmm. a large part is education, like STEM mm-hmm. and STEM technology and um, after school programs, things like that. Uh, the other part, um, we, like Drew said, we dabble in entertainment. We've dabbled in, uh, executive protection work. We've done a number of things and we take that information and that, that, uh, experience and bring it back to our group. So we actually have a group, uh, in several locations, but, um, one of them, uh, online, an online app. And it's called Telegram. And we had this group. And these are people who are looking to get into the industry, uh, very new pilots that need a little help to to get there, whether it's the part one or seven or instruction. And so that's part of our TAN's mission to help people in that 
in that arena. Got it. Got it. Now, Drew, <coughs> tell us a little bit more about this mission and, and you know, when you started in, in Red, or, or, or Tanner Red Tails. Um, so basically, initially, I was at a, like, a, I want to say it was like a seminar. Mm-hmm. And at the seminar, a gentleman approached me and was like, hey, you know, I just would like to know if you'd like to get together and fly sometime. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. So our initial meeting was, it was probably about four or five of us. And we got to talking and everybody seemed to be so inspired. So it went from us talking that particular day to creating the foundation for RTN. Now, at this particular time, DeAndre and I are two of the last of the original founding members. Uh (laughs) Um, However, we have grown throughout the the duration of the history of the organization. And as DeAndre said, you know, anywhere from teaching in schools to having done multiple you know, opportunities together, you know, collectively and individually. We actually went mm-hmm. all the way to the University of South Florida and did some things with the kids out there. Oh, that's um, great. I actually was a drone instructor for a charter school pre-COVID. And, you know, to this day, we still, of course, COVID has a lot of things, you know, on hold, but from the looks of it, it looks like everybody is leaning towards lifting the veil off of, you know, our at home, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> and letting us go back into the challenges, real world. right? <laughs> yeah, I know we're we're all definitely looking looking forward to that. So when I think about Red Tails, and you mentioned the historical uh, African American uh, black pilots uh, from World War II. How can we attract more black and brown people into the industry? I mean, it's core to your mission. How do we do that? Well, I would say it starts by making people aware. And that's something Mm -hmm. DeAndre and I have uh, come together to do collectively is get the word out. A lot of people don't know that, in my opinion, when when I mention this to people, it's, it's like getting a college education way below, you know, the cost of actually going to a college or a university. You know, mm-hmm. you get your, your part 107 and you start adding certifications to that and you're, make, you're in the, the vein to make a potential six figures versus mm-hmm. going to college and doing it the total opposite. You spend hundreds of thousands and may make eight to twelve dollars, maybe even fifteen dollars an hour nowadays. So we try to push people to understand that hey, get this information, get this knowledge, and go out here and do something different. You know, do something right. effective. The the aviation industry is, you know, open to, you know brown and melanated people you know to get into the industry however it's like anything else i strongly say you know a a thousand times over it's the good old boy network you know so they're going to protect it 
you know, in a in your face kind of way. But if you do the research or if you have somebody doing the research and is willing to give away the information, why not jump in and partake of that? So we have made it our due diligence as time permits to get out here and tell people, you know, you got the agricultural industry, you got the entertainment industry, you got all these different industries that are using drones and they pay very well. They pay very healthy. Why not get your, your part 107, especially now with them talking about, um, you know, testing, you know, even for recreational flying. Why not? Yeah. yeah, Why not go ahead and get your real license and get paid to do it whenever you decide to do it. Absolutely. Well, you know, based on that and, you know, where the industry is going, you know, DeAndre, what is your vision for the drone industry over the next five years for independent pilots? You know, what, you know, what do you guys think? Where, from mm-hmm. your viewpoint, based on that knowledge and experience, where do you see this going from your viewpoint? Well, given the new, um, the new administration and their focus on infrastructure, I believe that's going to be a big mm-hmm. part of it. And with technology mm-hmm. catching up to being able to do infrared scanning and uh, just using drones in general, where it will take a lot more time for somebody to get on the ladder or a rope to do these inspections. I can inspect a tower or a bridge in no time and save a lot more money and it's less right. risky in terms of lives. So I think infrastructure is going to be big. And I also think um, pilot by drone, I mean, uh, I'm sorry, uh, taxi by drone is going to be big. Uh, so mm-hmm. the Uber is going to be in the air and it's going to get you from point a to b very fast and that's where i think it's going yeah yeah i think in a to your point advanced aerial mobility is is going to transform transportation we're ways off uh, but we know it's coming and so from you know the smaller drones that part 107s fly to what's coming in cargo and in uh, Mm -hmm. passenger will be very interesting. Um, I'm not sure if you guys saw what Boeing has just done recently with an autonomous uh, jet, uh, which will be being used by the Australian mm-hmm. military in this test. You know, where, where we're going is, is very amazing. Um, there's right. a lot in the middle, though. Um, yeah, so now, Drew, what is your vision for the industry over the next five years? Uh, I think you just hit the nail on the head. Autonomous, you know, it's definitely headed into that direction of autonomous flying from you know, Mm -hmm. delivery, you know, services to, you know, taxi cabs to all of that. And when I've spoken to the kids and even teaching the kids, uh, I was teaching the kids on drone blocks and how to make the drone fly autonomously because I did tell them that that's the direction of the future. So if I could give them a leg up, you know, on the industry, uh, that was my goal. And, I see that happening a lot sooner than later. I mean, you know, it's uh, another thing was like DeAndre said, you know, getting out here and getting a hold of the money that even we just talked about recently. Uh, The government has money sitting up right now that they haven't even released. Uh, They don't know what to do yet Mm -hmm. Uh, in the drone industry. However, it's been allotted to the drone industry. And there's government jobs that are being created. I know at one point we found a contract where they just wanted someone to check infrastructures of the highways and the, and the uh, overpasses. 
and the contract, the government contract was like for $10 million. So people that don't know this money is out here, it's really just about making them aware of the fact that there's so many potential opportunities from being a drone pilot. Absolutely. Absolutely. So last question, what do you think is missing in the industry to make it more advantageous for part 107 pilots to be effective and make a living? You know, you've mentioned here, it's about information and and information sharing. Um, Is that you think the primary issue or what else do you think might be? I think it's the, um, the FAA, to be honest with you, a lot of the innovations that's happening now in terms of delivery uh, by drone has been happening outside of the country. And the reason being is that the FAA has been putting the air on lockdown for those kind of new projects. And for things to uh, innovate, we need less rules. So that's one of the biggest things that's missing industry is not, it's, it's too much pressure uh, to keep us grounded. Okay. Absolutely. So you think more relaxed regulations would be important? Okay. All right. I was about to say the same thing. I think people need to be given a fair uh, shot, you know, and I understand, mm-hmm. you know, the rules and the regulations. However, I also firmly believe that, you know, there's certain things that they just need to give us more of a chance on versus just kind of cutting us off at the knees, if you will, and saying it's our way or no way at all. You know, people mm-hmm. that are being, you know, introduced, you know, to this industry, they, they kind of need to be welcomed just a little bit better. That's just my take on it. Okay. Okay. So uh, something that's a bit more welcoming and embracing, because this, you know, the, this is going to become a bit more complicated. There will probably be additional certifications required, um, you know, with the new regulations that have been announced that will take effect on March 16th. You know, we're not able to fly at night. We'll have limited capabilities to fly over people in certain instances. So there are things that are happening. Uh, but you, you know, with you know, the FAA does control that national airspace. So I think continued efforts, you know, within those integrated pilot um, program areas and other testing areas, uh, I think as those are amplified more, um, and I think as we start seeing more safety uh, results, we'll hopefully start to see more um, relaxation and, and making this a lot hopefully easier. Um, but we'll, mm-hmm. that remains to be seen. Uh, well, listen. I want to thank you both. How can people find Artan? How can they find Red Tails? Tell us where they can find you on social media. And right now, we just have the Instagram up as we took our website down to revamp. Um, okay. But we do have an yep. Artan uh, Instagram, which it's at okay. R underscore T underscore A underscore N underscore, I believe. Um, and that right there has been one of the ways that we have stepped in, stayed in contact. The website should be back up, you know, hopefully sooner than later, as we want to make sure that approaching right. the industry from this new direction, we have all of our I's dotted and T's crossed. <laughs> yeah, and we definitely exactly. have some really, really good things uh, happening. Uh, one of the biggest moves that has been made is we have partnered up with the Bessie Coleman Foundation. So we'll be hmm. uh, able to not only just speak on drones, but from the aviation realm as well. So it's a lot of good stuff going on. 
Oh, that is fantastic. We'll make sure that we put all that in the notes. I want to thank you both, uh, Drew and DeAndre, for joining us and telling us more about Red Tails. And uh, we look forward to talking with you again. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you. All right, those were your year six questions. Okay, so okay. we'll talk you. to you again. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Zeocast is a podcast dedicated to all things unmanned and geospatial. Only six questions per guest so you can get the essence of their wisdom. Brought to you by Zeo Air, an outsourced AI-based drone services and data management company. www.zeoair.com.